0: Oh my God! Oh my God! Can you believe it? Henry Cejudo just knocked out T.J. Dillashaw in the matter of seconds. Blow my mind blows my entire fucking mind that he was able to do that tj dozo yeah he went down 10 pounds but wow henry segudo might have just saved the entire flyweight division guys thanks for tuning in i'm evil eddie from pure evil mma and I am going to be doing this recap for just a minute here. We're going to be discussing some of the highlights, and some of the ups and downs of UFC Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. And I really wish that I went there. It's only a train ride away. Henry's the Hudo man. They got rid of the division after he, after pretty much he beat Demetrius Johnson. I actually had Shorty Torres, I had Jared Brooks on my show here on Pure Evil MMA to discuss them getting released. You had people like Joseph Benavides that were left behind. Dustin Ortiz who fought tonight. Joe Bigo is in there gets the finish. Cejudo knocks out, in case you didn't see. Knocks him out in the matter of seconds. TJ Dillashaw, kind of surprising. They did a post-fight interview with TJ Dillashaw. The first time they've ever done an interview with somebody who lost via TKO or KO. Since Alistair Overy in the fight with Stephen Miocic. I am at a loss for words right now. Brilliant performance. Zahudo saying that he wants a rematch. He'll take a rematch with TJ Delso, but this time at 135. Now, it makes you wonder, what if TJ fought Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson? Makes you think for a second. What will happen? at 135 pounds how did tj really look at 125 pounds we didn't really get to see but he was depleted clearly looks a lot better at 135 pounds we didn't get to see much but he got taken out that quick and of all people that got things right stephen a smith predicted what was about to go down It's like well you know I'm, I'm new to the sport but you know dc i'm going off of what you said and no, in my opinion, a guy who, who goes down 10 pounds, you gotta wonder how hard his chin is. Smith is actually, actually, uh, like, what is he, 6'2? He's actually a pretty tall guy. Then we had Greg Hardy in the cold main event. I'm gonna fly through this because that's that's what it's all about getting things right to the point. Greg Hardy going in there. So much on the line, I don't think that he deserves a spot the event. How do you have Cowboy Cerrone? How do you have Cowboy Cerrone on the prelims? And so who... Eh, 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 not Sudo. And Greg Hardy on the co-main event. How bullshit is that? What does that show you about the UFC? How are we supposed to sit back and praise the guy in our sport, which a lot of people think are violent? How are we supposed to praise him for violence? And then he goes in there. Here's the thing where this is why I think it was intentional. First off, you fucking know better. The guy has both knees down. He's clearly a down fighter. We saw the opponent, Alan, right, Alan. Taunting him. Here, let's go. Let me bring you guys through this card really quick. Let's jump on to uh let's go to topology. Then we'll hop over to Instagram. Let's see if we can get some clips up there. Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder. 9-3 Crowder. Hardy 3-0. Oh. How was Joseph Benavides not the co-main event? How was Paige Van Zandt not the co-main event after 5 years? Whatever does share Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Even JoJo Collarwood deserves a spot co-main event more than Greg Hardy. I can't sit back. And praise somebody for their violence in our sport. It sets our sport back. And you guys saw Alan Crowder go in there. And in the second round, taunt Greg Hardy. Put his hands down. I don't know exactly what he was saying, but he was taunting Greg Hardy. You know damn well. You know damn well that pissed Hardy off a lot. That got under his skin. You might not have seen it on the outside, but inside. He was going to if anyone would. I would. If somebody was taunting me like that, and I'm in the Coleman event. There's a lot of pressure. People could say it's the octagon jitters, call it whatever you want. You don't do that as a professional. As a man, you don't hit women. For them to even have... It, it, it's so controversial. Greg Hardy on the same card as Rachel Austin. Does not. Does, does nobody feel the same anger as I do? Does no one out there have a fucking soul? Does no journalist out there actually want to speak up? I tweeted a bunch of journalists tonight. No one said a damn thing. No one liked anything. I even t- You know what I tweeted out? Let's go to my Twitter page. Here's what I tweeted out. I'm absolutely disgusted at a lot of people out there. I did a poll earlier tonight. 31 minutes ago, I said that was clearly intentional. Fuck hardy. Who stands with me here? Sixty-seven percent said me. Thirty-three said not me. How sick are you in your head to click not me? I'm not surprised by the Twitter community. There's a lot of fucking trolls out there that probably clicked thinking that they were funny. But if you're a journalist out there and you don't stand by me, even if you don't want to tweet it, you're too pussy to fucking tweet it. Listen, I went to broadcasting school. I've been doing broadcasting since I was seven years old, interviewing top fucking celebrities. My first interview, Stone Cold Sea Boss, I've been doing this forever. I don't care what anyone has to say. I'm going to speak my mind because that's what we deserve in this sport. Somebody needs to speak their fucking mind. You don't need to be afraid of the higher ups. I'll sit right here for a moment. I don't need to be credentialed. I'm 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 credentialed by the UFC. I'm credentialed by Bellator. I'm credentialed by CES. I'm credentialed by Lionfire. I'm credentialed by all these all these fucking promotions. I don't care. As long as I get to speak my mind and I have people that stand by me, that's all that matters. I'll sit home and I'll do this in the comfort of my of my studio. As long as we get the word out on how we really feel. There's so many journalists out there that won't speak up, that won't say something out of fear of, oh, you know, it might not look good. Dude, okay, but you're going to sit there and praise this guy? If, if Greg Hardy went in there tonight and got a knockout, you'd stand by him, wouldn't you? You'd stand by What kind of a man would do that? On a card like this, where you have Rachel Ostevich. And let me say this about Rachel Ostevich. I did not think it was a great idea for her to take this fight. But there was something inside of her. And I got to respect that. She said a higher power said that she needed to take this fight. I totally respect that. But now with the loss, let's kind of look at it from that from that vantage point where it's just like you, ha- you have to feel. You're not human if you don't feel sad for Rachel Ostevich right now. I feel like a lot of people in the MMA community will hide their feelings. <laughs> and it's, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Are there any journalists that will actually speak up on, on what's on their mind? You know how many people I asked on my podcast to talk about this and they wouldn't? Why? Why? Are you ashamed? You, you don't want to speak up for women. You don't want to speak up for men. There's men that get abused too. In a situation like this, if I was Greg Hardy, if you had a soul... You say, man, let me get on a different card. And I don't deserve a spot at the co-main event. Greg Hardy wanted the clout. I understand why they did it. I Trust me, I understand why they put him on the co-main event, the entertainment side of the sport right now in 2019 on ESPN. And I do have to say this as well, an amazing night. Despite Greg Hardy, it was an amazing night for ESPN. I had a lot to say about ESPN+. Plus. I love ESPN+. Plus. I'm a little worried about the casuals. Uh, the last couple of weeks when we found out that there was only going to be four fights on the ESPN program. However, we weren't aware, at least I wasn't aware, that they were going to have prelims for the UFC on the actual ESPN uh, ESPN channel. I do like that. I think that does help our sport a lot. It was kind of surreal to see Dana White and Aero Hawani. I mean, Aero Hawani beat... The UFC 2 ESPN. If you know Dana White, feels some type of way about that. But guys, let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a heart right now if you are on my side. Show some respect. Are you human or are you a fucking pussy? Not speak up. Because if you don't stand by me here saying that we should at least ban Greg Hardy, how did Greg Hardy not know better? You don't need somebody in the head like that. Even in a street fight, you don't do that. During the UFC and the Coleman event, This was not the time to pull something like that off. This was the first time we ever saw Greg Hardy in the second round. See him on his back. He was frustrated. Let's face it. Greg Hardy was frustrated. Especially having his opponent stand there and challenge him the way that he was with his hands down. Who stands by me? Give me a thumbs up. Let me know that there's people out there that respect real journalism. And like my boy Rogue. Smash all journalism. Sometimes it don't pay off. But the fans need somebody to speak up. And I'll be your voice of reason. Because I know that you guys feel the same way. It's not right. It's not. I'm an Italian man. I love my mother. I love my girlfriends. My girlfriends. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. But it's true I'm single. I love women. How good? You do a woman? And how do you expect me to sit here and praise Greg Hardy in our sport? I'm glad that he got disqualified. I even tweeted out that Alan should have stayed down. Cause you heard Dan Mergler say, if he if he doesn't recover, he's Hardy's disqualified. I say, Alan, you stay down, bro. You stay down. You show this guy a lesson. Did Greg Hardy care? No. He was happy. He was happy that he did what he did. I'm fucking dis- I'm disgusted with the UFC. I'm glad that we had a great night. There was a lot of amazing fights. with Calderwood going in there. We had a lot of veterans get a win. Which on a night like tonight. We have new fans coming in on the ESPN, whether they watch football, basketball. They're first time ever watching UFC event. Even if it's the first time since like 2006, 2007. To see the names like Glover Teixeira, to share. To see the names like Jojo Colwood To see the names like Cowboy Cerrone. Get the W tonight. It's huge for our sport. For those fans to go back and look at Glover to share past fights. So look at Cowboy Cerrone's past fights. Be like, wow, this sport's actually pretty cool. I like these guys. They got the win now, they're gonna be rooting for. Him. What does it take to make new fans? It takes finishes like that. And I say this all the time. If your main event and co-main event, well, in this case, co-main event and go as planned, but in this sport, you only remember the fight for the main card at least, right? The, the the top three fights. It was an amazing card. I gotta rate this card. We like we usually do here on Pure Evil and May. If we have to rate this card out of 10, considering it was only an ESPN plus card. The ESPN prelims are also up on cable. We didn't have to pay $70. This was a championship fight. Could, we could have seen a champ champ tonight with TJ Delashaw. And we didn't have to pay $70. $4.99 for the month plus extra seven days. Since it's your first month. I really like the ESPN Plus app. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to see what's, uh, what's next. Maybe I was wrong about how I felt earlier. We'll see what happens as we move on. We'll see the numbers. Uh, my boy Dizzle, between other numbers, most likely tomorrow or the next day, letting us know how many people tuned in. But let me know what you guys think about this. And really quick, just to rate it, I got to give tonight a 9 out of 10. What a way to start the year. We had two weeks without any UFC fights. We were all just dying. To see any type of UFC action go down, and to see finish after finish, see Joseph Benavides, see Cowboy Cerrone take out Alexander Hernandez. You know, how many people I asked in the media world, professional media members, who their pick for the number one debut fighter of the year was, and it was Hernandez. And to see what Cowboy was able to do, he was on a streak, and now he's cal- calling out Conor McGregor. How did I forget before I end this stream? Conor McGregor even tweeted out tonight. He said. Let's do it. Here's exactly what Conor McGregor said. Let me pull it up. Uh, tweets, replies. And guys, make sure to follow me at evil under echo That's E-V-I-L underscore E-C-C-O. And also on Instagram at MMA underscore. Let me see. Because I tweeted it out. And I also posted it on my Instagram. So Conor McGregor says, for a fight like that, Donald, I'll fight you. Congratulations. How about that? I think that's a great fight. For Conor McGregor to come back to, because you got to remember he's on a two-fight losing streak if you count in the Mayweather fight. Which in everyone's mind, you're still thinking Conor McGregor's on a losing streak because you know damn well people who don't even watch MMA watch that fight. Makes you wonder, though. You know, well O'Connor's sitting there right now, calculating things that he can say to Donald Cowboy's Tony. He's gonna try to get in Cowboy's head. I, I predicted this the first time somebody brought it up that this was a possible fight. I do think that they're going to book this fight. I could totally see Connor taking it. And this will be a really competitive fight. Let me know what you guys think about this. Do you guys want to see Cowboy Cerrone versus Connor McGregor? Do you think Greg Harden should be banned? What do you think about Henry Sahuda? Should JoJo Calderwood get Jessica Evil Eye even though she did not get the finish tonight? Let me know down below here, guys. I'm Evil Eddie for Pure on May. We're keeping this at 20 minutes, because I know you guys got short attention spans. I do, too. And I want to take out the rest of ESPN+, Plus. so make sure to subscribe on the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Player FM. We're also on YouTube, but we can't go live on YouTube for, I think, another week now because we got banned for playing a fucking rap song, of all things. All things. We got man for playing a rap song. They came on after a commercial, and I couldn't prick. Oh, I'm so mad about it. So mad. But we're here, live on Periscope. We got a lot of tuners here, a lot of listeners, supporters, so I appreciate that, guys. I'm Eve Letty from Pure Evil May. White knuckles till the end. Remember, without evil, you know damn well there's no purity. Behave yourselves.